now entered the first day pod. Thank you for tuning in to our wonderful episode. Today, we are here to talk about success. Success in relationships, success, period. How do you define success? We would love to hear from you. Email the show, firstdaypod at protonmail.com. Now, Mike Govier and Leanne Hello are here to help you navigate the waterways of success. So glad you could join us. This is the First Day Pod. Welcome in. My name is Michael Govier, and of course, my wonderful co host, Leanne Hello. Hi, everybody. Hey, how's it going? Uh, you know, it's going good. Yeah. What's new? Um, hmm. I don't know what's new. Feel, I don't know. <laughs> what is new? What's new with you? You're going away tomorrow. Tomorrow? Aren't you? The Thursday? I thought you were leaving, leaving late Wednesday night, like right after you're done. Thursday. I don't know what's happening. No one oh, okay. knows. Okay. No one can keep track of this stuff. But yeah, I'm supposed to go to Maryland. I'm supposed to go into the vortex of the hurricane. No, the hurricane already passed Maryland. It's up to New York now. So, And it's a tropical storm. It's just a bunch of rain. Nothing to fret about. But yeah, I'm going to Ocean City. If you've ever been to Ocean City, Maryland, send us an email. Firstdaypod at protonmail.com. We would love to hear about your stories on the East Coast. A lot of excitement on the boardwalk. People love traversing the boardwalk and having some carnival eats or whatever they do. I don't know. I've never been there. But uh, really excited to do it. But before I do that, I'm excited to be here for the show. It's First Day Pod. And First Day Pod, ProtonMail.com. First Day Pod on Instagram. DM us. Send us a message. Tell us how you're feeling. If you're not feeling great, we actually prefer that. Tell us the truth. Are you struggling? Is there a relationship problem that you want to get off your chest? We'd love to hear about it. You know, you can share with us and we'll keep it private, but we'll also respond with genuine authenticity. So it's totally within your control to keep it as public or private or as open or as close as you would like it to be. And we want you to know that here. We care. It matters to us. It really does. So what's today's show about? What are we doing today, huh? Um, so we have decided we we called the theme success and relationships. And the reason why that came up is we got an amazing email. Well, all of your emails are great. So let me preface with that. We love all of your emails, but this one was a really in-depth email and I love it because it started with, okay, I've only got a couple minutes. <laughs> and then she went right into, um, she was listening to love or money and it really sparked her thinking about what does that mean? Like what is the definition of success? And she asked a lot of questions inside that email. And, um, you know, normally we'll do like, we'll get our, our emails and we'll just pose, um, or answer the questions that she had, uh, or whoever had at the end of the episode or through the episode or whatever. But this was so in depth that we thought we'll start a new one like do a full episode on it about what success is. And then you wanted to kind of combine that with relationships, which, which I thought was brilliant. Um, 
because that's kind of where a lot of people go to when they're when they're sending us questions and when they're talking to us. I think maybe because we're in a relationship, we kind of spark that curiosity. So yeah. So it was um I think it was really good and and we had like thought about maybe calling it successful relationships. Um but I think success and relationships looking at them, I think if we look at them a little bit separate, what success is at least to us, like we always say, we're not the experts in any of this stuff. Um, I don't know anything. <laughs> oh, that's not true. But I'm a silly, foolhardy man with a microphone. Well, that okay, so that's true. But you also do know stuff. <laughs> but yes, I don't know any more than anybody else. I'm just a regular Joe with an average job. Correct, but with 40 years of experience. And I just heard something. Uh, oh, where was I listening to it? And they were, um, God, we get so much information from so many places. I never remember where anything came from. Um, anyway, we, it was talking about how um, nowadays, like robots can pretty much take over all of our intelligence, right? With mm -hmm. AI and whatever. Yeah. They can... They can take over everything, but the one thing that they cannot duplicate um, or like replicate is the human experience. And mm. you know, will they ever be able to do that? Of course Maybe. they will. Right, but for right now, that's what where is the our, human experience. It's different for everybody. It's how you experience. <laughs> well, well you're it calling is it the human experience, so it means well, that all humans know what that means because it's a general connection between all of us. Which. Okay, so what is a human experience to you? How would you define I'm it? Asking. I'm asking. I don't know. I'm asking you. Well, it's so it's different for all of us. And I, I think it's, it's, um, whenever we experience anything and leading into this about success, whenever we experience anything, I think as humans, because we're so dynamic, because we have so much stuff going on at one given time. And we've got so many experiences that have led up to that point. And so how we look at each thing that we're in. Um, okay. I'm sorry, guys. He's just making these like cute little funny faces. And no, I'm not. Maybe how dare you? Maybe trying to see if I can stay and be professional, but we know that that's not possible. So anyway, so we all have this human experience. And so, for each of us, it's different. Um, yeah. And there's value in that. We gain a lot of insight if we're open-minded when we're going into things and learn from our mistakes, learn from our failures. So there's a lot of value in the way that humans interpret what's going on around them, something yeah. that computers are not able to replicate right now. And so that's why coaching is so like big right now. Um, is because if you need information, you can Google it. You know, if you need, like, now you go to the grocery store, you don't even have to talk to a clerk anymore. You can just go and do everything just automated on a computer, like on the scanners and stuff. But you can't have that um, listening to all of the stuff that we're going through and kind of make sense of it based on our perception and our reality. So um, I don't know where I was going with that, but that's, I think when we talk about success, I think it is different for everybody. And I think we have the opportunity 
Oh, the reason why I was talking about that, I think, is because like we don't know anything. We're not we're not experts on anything. But what we can do is we can take the last 40 years of our life, all the experiences that we've had and just tell you where we're coming from and what we've thought. And then if we are asked the same question in five years, if we're asked the same question in a month, we will have gained more information, more insight, more perspective, and our our answers will change. And that's what's exciting about being a human. So for now, when we go into any episode, we're always going in with whatever accumulated experience we have up until that point. So when we're talking about what success is, what relationships are, what makes for a good relationship, uh, all that kind of stuff, it's just totally our um, experience and perspective. I just want to preface with that because I think we're all, those are two things that everybody's looking for the answer for, you know? So, um, okay. So let's start off with like, so how do you, Mike, how do you define success? Do you have a definition? Success success? is a lot of money and power and control. Is it? Is that how you define it? Yeah. Because that means you have the means to create your own existence. You could control everything around you. And you don't nothing is out of the realm of your possibility. Okay. And so that's success. Isn't it? For you. Okay. Great. That's that's who I'm with. Oh, okay. you don't you don't like it? No, I'm fine. I just want to learn a little bit more about what you're looking for for You don't for... want to be with a powerful man? <laughs> you are a powerful man. No, However, I mean, there's you, okay, go ahead. Success is just something that's there's the general success, and there's there's this like general societal hey, this is what success is. You know, people say getting married is being successful, getting married and having children is success, but to me, that's <laughs> not success. I don't see that that way at all. Mm-hmm. So, there's the way that the the media and advertising and all the powers that be around us try to define success for us. And then there's our own personal success and whatever that is to you. That's great. To me, I don't know what success is. All I know is it's that I'm enjoying what I'm doing and I'm committed to something that I believe is purposeful and valid. And I don't know. I I really guess I don't have a great answer for what success is for me because I never really think about it. Mm-hmm. I don't think about success. I just think about doing. Yeah. I would like to be successful at the things I do, but to me, to me, successful means that I have completed the task. I've done it well. I've put in the effort and I can look and say, you know what? I did a good job. I gave the proper effort and I, I wouldn't change it. Hmm. Okay. So that's success. Looking at something and saying, you know what? I wouldn't change any of the results. I like that. Success is because it worked out the way I wanted it to. So one of, one of, um, the, I'm just going to keep referring back to this email because there were so many like little snippets in there and questions in there. So one of the things that she was asking was, um, when you define success, then is, uh, success always the goal or the reward? So that kind of 
that is your, that's the end goal is success. That's the way that you look at it. So it's, it's not so much the journey. It's, it's more the checking it off the box at the end and thinking that you, so that's, I don't know. No, I mean the whole experience. Cause I put in all the efforts I wanted to. So if I completed the task, you know, I, when we do this podcast and we're done with it, we can say, you know what, this is a success. And why would that be? So do you, okay. Okay. Why would it be a success? I guess that's, that's how you get to the answer of what a success is because I guess not everybody would think that just completing it and getting it done was a success. There's a lot of parameters around it, right? In the secret to my success, Michael J. Fox plays a guy who's like a mailroom lowly employee, but he moves up the ladder quickly by pretending to be other people. So maybe success is pretending to just be someone else completely and getting outside <laughs> of yourself, impersonating others, and just kind of recreating your own experience. That could be success. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing. It reminds me. <laughs> oh my God. That's how you know she's a good comedian. That it just put the thing. Have you seen Sarah Cooper? Have you seen any of her stuff? She's no. Oh my gosh, she's hysterical. <laughs> anyway, her whole thing, she's been creating all this uh, comedy around the guys that go into the boardrooms and just like literally say nothing, but they kind of bullshit their way through corporate society, like corporate, the corporate world and keep going up the ladder just by like saying all the buzzwords and going in and whatever. And, um, and so obviously in the last three months, she's, she's taken that whole skit and everything. And now she does Trump impersonations, but she lip syncs to Trump. So she actually doesn't make up any words. She just uses his words um, and impersonates him. And her whole thing is that you can just become the most powerful man in the world just by kind of like being something else, like not not being authentic, not being like who um, <laughs> just saying the right words and bullshitting your way through it. So that's funny that you said that. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, so. Yeah, that sounds awful. Pretending what? to be some, pretending to be somebody else. Well, and I know that you're saying that because you don't believe in that at all either. No, well, you know what's the successful? We're talking about success, but successful relationships too. What's a successful relationship? Is there well, a goal or does it never end? Yeah, I don't think it ever ends. I think exactly. Yeah, you it's can never evolving, real living thing. Yeah. Because it's between two human people, human, human people, <laughs> like, human people. Yeah. We're human um, people. We are. Yeah. And I think it just keeps going. So actually that makes, yeah. So is success. So success really to me. So for me, because I've always thought about success, like I, when I was going to university, I was going to get a business degree and that's what you talk about. That's what the whole thing is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and for me, in my in my twenties, it was to be a millionaire. Like that was always the elusive. Like you're going to be successful once you make X amount of dollars. Um, you're going to be successful once you hit this certain point. And now that I'm going to be forty, I the last probably five years, I've been realizing that money is not. And I know that it's like it sounds like super 
you know, money doesn't buy happiness. It doesn't. It buys it buys uh, you the opportunity to have experiences, like you were saying about being able to have like more control and more more things in your life. Um, but for me, success really is the feeling. Um, so like when we started the mastermind, that was the first, that was the number one question that I asked. I didn't ask at the beginning, so how much money do you want to make or what do you want to do? It was, how do you want to feel if you look out 18 months from today, what are the feelings that you want to feel? And then we, you know, kind of worked back from that and realizing that you can feel those things right now. And, um, for me, I want peace and I want harmony and I want, um, love. I just want to feel all those good things. And then I think you can, you can get, um, achieve more, a lot easier. Um, so anyway, so you can, um, success to me is the journey. Success to me is the, the every day, because like tomorrow we could die. Right. And tomorrow, yeah. we, tomorrow we could die. And in the eulogy, what are people going to be? And it doesn't matter what people think of you, but at the end of the day, like at your eulogy, they're not going to say, well, you know, she was going to be a success because her goals were, here's the list of her goals for five years out, 10 years out, whatever. But what people see is how you made them feel. And so I think success for me is is the journey and um, enjoying every moment as you're going along. Kind of like what you were saying and um, not wanting to change anything before that, like as you're going through. Yes. Hmm. I had stuff. I, I thought I had it all clear, but now I'm now I'm you're making me think a little bit more about and you said about um uh committing to something that's purposeful. I've done a lot of reading in the past about joy and happiness and where all that comes from, and all of it comes from purpose. All of it comes from doing something, and it's really the journey of of getting it done and having a purpose. Um I can so, yeah. So now, okay, so you were asking about what a successful relationship is. Yeah, that's what we were talking about. I thought that was the focus. You know, successful relationships require, first, parameters dictated by the people involved in that relationship. We can't have general terms. The way that you and I define a successful relationship that we have together may be vastly different to two people who have completely different goals or desires for how they plan to end up somewhere or mm -hmm. how they would prefer to do nothing at all, but mm -hmm. just spend time on the couch together, loving each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, there's people like that. Yeah. And that's fine. If that's what they love. What's wrong with that? That's just, you know, just a lot of love to each other every day on the couch, watching TV and just being close to each other every day. Mm-hmm. That sounds Isn't nice. Isn't that fulfilling? Well, right now, not seeing you for five months. Yes, that sounds very fulfilling. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. That's true. Uh, we haven't yeah. seen each other for five months? I don't know. How long has it been? Has it been four I'm months? I'm just kidding. Obviously. April, yeah. June, July, it's July. been a long time. Hey, 
if you are currently in a long distance relationship, we would love to hear with how you're handling it. Please send us an email. First day pod at protonmail.com or DM us on Instagram. First day pod. We're very curious. We're only, you know, we're like 55 miles, well, less than that now. We're like 40 miles apart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's still so far away. When there's an international border dividing you, it's a lot farther than you think. You might as well be in Malaysia. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I would be in Turkey. We were talking about that in um, Turkey. Is that the only country named after food? Chile. Ah, but it's yeah, it's Chile. Oh, right. Okay. No, I'll give yeah, it to you're you. Right. I'll give it to you. All right. Uh, Go ahead. You're saying something. No, no, I'm thinking about food. Um, no. <laughs> so we were just talking about that because I was having a really hard time this weekend with with us, and um, you know, because it it hit the five month mark, and it was just like I don't know, everything just it hurt. And so um, my mom was like, well, just think about it. Like you've been in long distance relationships before. And uh, yeah, no, you know, it was difficult. I was in a relationship with somebody that was in Korea, like literally halfway around the world. But it was defined of when we would be able to see each other. So we like set up trips that I like went to go and see him or that he came back. So there was like this thing. I think this unknown part is the part that's nuts. That's like makes it really difficult. And that leads back to the the parameters that if you're in a relationship and you're not having those discussions about what success looks like to you in that relationship. And I think women and, you know, it's probably on both sides, but I think women fall into this a lot especially when we're in our thirties, if you want to have kids and you don't want to have that conversation up front because you don't want to make it like you're just looking for, you know, getting married and having kids. So you want to like kind of play it cool in the beginning and you're just, and then you're falling in love and um, you're not having that conversation or you have it just, you know, kind of flighty, just like, Oh yeah, I think we'd have great kids, whatever. Um, If you don't have that and he's not even looking to have children, you start growing resentment if it's not going in the direction that you you're make making it up in your head that that's where you're headed. So I think you're bang on there that you need to have those kind of discussions right in the beginning or relatively soon in the beginning of what success is, because this would be going this would be going awful if like you wanted to have kids and I knew I didn't. But we never had that conversation, you know. Yeah, that would be bogus. Yeah, that's a good idea. Hmm. Um. One of the questions from um one of our our Instagram followers. So thank you so oh. much. Was uh how do you? Because this is a good thing. Like, so getting into a new new relationship for most of us, when we get into a new relationship, it means that we have had one or more relationships prior. Um, and that's not for everybody, but for a lot of us, we've had previous relationships. And how do you balance between uh, learning from past relationships and not bringing your old relationship baggage into the new one? And um, do you have a do you have any kind of 
Yeah, How do you learn from past relationships and not bring old baggage into a new one? Hmm. Old baggage. That's not a not a great term because I don't look at it as baggage. It's important to look at these as learned experiences and lessons. So think of it as like a an old book, like a maester from Game of Thrones bringing with him. It's like got a bunch of chains on it. It's like a historical log of all the lessons you've learned from prior experiences not baggage but you know life lessons a resource guide it's a relationship resource guide the do's and don'ts mm. baggage was- is just so negative and then it means like hey i don't want to bring this into the relationship i want to dismiss it but what you should do is bring it in in a way that is teachable and educational mm-hmm. that's how i see it you know i've done that a lot. I don't have a lot of relationships to go on. I've had a lot of experiences with women. <laughs> okay. But I haven't like had a lot of long. This is the deepest, longest relationship I've ever had in my life. Isn't that nice? Yeah. Absolutely. Well, well, we can talk to kind of about what we did to um, not bring in our old relationship resources from our prior relationship into the new one or two we did yeah but not in a bad way what i've done before this is the so bringing it into the relationship when you say as a learning experience there's a there's a fine line too about how how that conversation comes up because i've had friends that have pushed people away because they've gone into relationships with uh, like a wall in front of them that says they'll go into the relationship and say, okay, so here are my, like, this will not work if you are like this. And like almost demanding or accusing people of being a certain way or, and it turns like this, this whole kind of negative uh, aura around the conversation and around the relationship right in the beginning. Um, I don't know that that's the best way to do it either, because I know for me, if I had like, I'm all for, for the communication and, and because I'm a woman that has never, well, for a very, very long time, not wanted to have kids. I've brought that into first dates. Because for me, I don't want to waste my time. Like I don't want to be everybody just assumes that it's the woman that wants the kids and the guy is the one that may be the problem of saying I don't want to have them. So I put that on the table ASAP. Um, But bringing in a first date and saying, you better not abuse me, better not lie to me. If you do, I'm leaving right away. And all of the... um, all of the the negative part of it, but don't you think that those should be uh, um, how do I put it? Like, shouldn't those all be basic things that shouldn't happen that you don't really have to put out there in the very beginning? Like, if you're hanging on, if you've been in a relationship and you've been in like the last three relationships that you've been in, the person that you were with um, all three of them were cheating on you for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but going into the next relationship, do you, so you're saying you bring that in and, and you, what do you do? 
do you say I've been cheated on the last three times? And so like, how do, how does that play out? How do you, what are you suggesting? You just talk about your experience openly and honestly, so you don't deny it and you can try to learn from it, but you also don't assume that's how all other people are going to act going forward. Right. And if you're honest about it, that way the partner you're with now can say, oh, wow, well, that's a bummer. That does happen, though. But I don't plan to be like that. And here's why. So then you can have an honest conversation about it and probably get more security out of it. Okay, that's good. Or... The person could be like, wow, you know, I mean, I cheated on someone before, too. So I don't know. Maybe we aren't going to work out. Right. That's, that would also happen. Yeah. But just because someone cheated in the past doesn't mean they'll cheat again. I would like to see the numbers, though. What are the percentages of people who've cheated before? How often do they cheat again? Yeah, that would be really... Actually, I would like to see... Well, I don't care. But yeah, I... that. I would be. You don't very, care. I care. No, I'd be. I'd be curious. I, I'm always curious. Yeah, I'm always curious about that kind of stuff. But um, I've always been one of the people that has said, if you've cheated before, you're always a cheater, and that's not fair. I don't think that's fair. Um, you cheated before, you'll always be a cheater. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've cheated before. Have you? Did I know that? Yeah, I told you that. Oh. Um, you probably blocked it out. I know. <laughs> probably. That's my that's my go to. That's what I do. It's like, yeah. oh, yeah. Let's pretend that that didn't wasn't said. Um, and I'll tell you one thing. What's that? I don't regret it at all. It was the best cheating I ever did. Oh, okay. I do know the story. <laughs> you do. I do. Yeah. I mean, if I had ended up staying in that relationship with the woman I had cheated on. I would have really regretted it based on the way things turned out going forward. So in a way, you know, it was the best move. I think maybe mm. something inside myself was telling me something. Hey, this is the right move. Mm. Okay. So not the right move, but no? it, it was an, it was an option that you took that turned out to be good, but there were definitely better options to, to have taken. Like, mm. Like if you're feeling like you're going to cheat on your girlfriend or boyfriend or whoever you're with, um, that's an indication that things are not going right. And so maybe just don't cheat and then end the relationship and say, you know what? I was in a situation that really like sparked me to look elsewhere. And that's a real big red flag. Like, I yeah. don't know why that's happening. And then having a conversation. So like, yeah, condoning that that's a good, good option. I wouldn't say that that it is for being somebody that has been cheated on. Um, that's not, that's never really the best option. Cause you do, you do have, you do have the choice and you do have the control to not cheat and to. Oh, well, yeah. When I cheated, I was very inebriated. So just for the record, I was at a wedding and I was just totally hammered and then it happened. And, there's nothing mm -hmm. I could do to undo it. So I remember how terrible I felt the next morning, though. I felt so bad. Mm -hmm. I never felt that bad in my life. Very few moments I can remember feeling that guilty and like, just man, the way that America puts this guilt on you for, you know, something that's really not that big a deal. Well, 
if you're in a committed relationship that you guys are both, and that's part of the parameters that you're talking about for a successful relationship, because it's not for everybody. Like being monogamous is not, that's not the definition of a successful relationship. And for, for, some. for some, right. Yeah. Um. So if you have that out there that it's not, then they, you don't have that guilt if you cheat because it's technically not cheating. Well, polyamory is getting a, you know, it's getting a boost in society. More and more millennials are becoming more polyamorous. Hmm. Thruples. Yeah, I wonder what that's all about. It's about you can be in love with more than one person at the same time. That's what it means. And it's very true because I've personally experienced it. It's definitely possible. But sometimes you find somebody and you really want to commit all your love to them. So you stick with that one person. Mm-hmm. And that's what yeah, we do here. It's fascinating. It, it is really, fascinating. Really is interesting. I, um, I, you know, I, I just think that if uh, sometimes when people cheat and they want to say that they cheated to the person that they're with to unburden themselves. But some people say that they like the girl I was with that I cheated on. I remember she literally said to me before I cheated on her, oh, I don't God. would never want to know. People only tell their partner that they cheated on them to unburden themselves because they feel guilty. But I don't would I would I would never want to know ever. So that's why I never told her. I didn't tell her at all. But she dumped me three weeks later. Huh. I guess my the way uh, the cheating and the guilt was manifesting in other ways, and I guess it just came out so badly that eventually she couldn't stand me anymore. So. Hmm. That's the only way I read it. So. It makes sense. She's also very sense. mentally unstable. That's another story. But yeah, that's too bad. I feel bad. That for is, her. yeah, yeah, that is a shame. And um, these again, these are all coming back to the central thesis of the show: mm-hmm. parameters of success, successful relationships. How do you define it? I want to know. Please send us an email. Send us a message. I I just want to know what other people think about these things. I find it so darn interesting. Mm-hmm. It's a fascinating subject. First day pod at protonmail.com. First day pod on Instagram. DM us or send us a uh, picture of yourself <laughs> and your significant other holding hands and having a wonderful time. Or send us a picture of you and your significant other in the middle the throes of like a heated argument about who is going to make dinner. I think that would be fun. Yeah, that would be cute. Um, yeah. I uh, This, I think, is probably my most successful relationship that I've ever been in. And I've been I'm, – I'm very grateful because all of my relationships, to me, I feel like have been very successful. Like I've – I'm super, super lucky – that I've been in really, really great relationships with really, really great people. Um, and I think maybe part of that is because I do handle the the things, like when you were saying, if things come up, look at the more like learned experiences and what you can learn from them. And, and for me, um, all the things that like, even, even when I was cheated on and if he's listening, it's, it wasn't, it wasn't like a big cheat if there is a big cheat, like if, um, which I guess would be interesting too, is what defines, um, 
like betrayal in a relationship. And I think that would be, um, I think that would be interesting. Like, I think, I think a successful relationship. So for me, I think a successful relationship is being able to be 100% yourself in the relationship. So if you get to a point, like when we're saying that success, a successful relationship isn't an end point or you don't get it and you just achieve it. And then you're always in a successful relationship. It constantly changes, evolves. It's because we constantly change and evolve. And so, um, I think we need to constantly have that communication. Um, God, I keep losing. Oh my gosh. I keep losing my thought. Oh, um, what's that? It's okay. You're talking about <laughs> so, betrayal. What are what's defined betrayal between two oh, people? Right, right, right. So, um, yeah, I think that that needs to be a conversation as we're going. But if we're constantly communicating with the other person, then you you know, like you know, um, like some people can't handle, which I I think it's an issue, but. Um, some people can't handle when you look at another woman, like if we were out and you were looking at other women, um, you know, they, but I think it comes down to confidence too and security in the relationship. And if I've always thought that if you're in a relationship that your partner is not able to just look at somebody else or comment on somebody else or appreciate you know, a beautiful actress or appreciate a beautiful person walking down the street. I think there's an issue, an underlying thing, either with yourself and your confidence level or with the security of, of your relationship. And I think that all stems with communication. I think that all stems with not being able to discuss everything openly with your partner. And that's why when you're talking about people that are in relationships that have more than one partner, the reason why I find that really fascinating is do they have as deep of a relationship as you can create with one person that knows everything? Like, Mike, you know more about me than probably any other person that's walking the face of the earth right now. And I think that's super, super powerful. Um, it's also very, very scary because if this doesn't work out, you know everything about me. And so that's a, I never really think about it because I just assume that, and, and I do that with every relationship. I always assume, like, oh no, that's okay. Like, what am I going to do? Yeah. I, what I don't I, know. What would I, why is this, would it, would it be a threat? To, like, <gasps> well, what if I, what if I want to become the prime minister of Canada? Well, then and I would let you because you know I'm a good person. Yeah, but you might tell all of my tales. <laughs> if that was the case then you wouldn't be with me in the first place you silly billy yeah that's true too so um <laughs> get out of here nothing that i do well it'll all be funny anyway um so anyway so i think i think a successful a successful relationship to me i think is i think the best way to look at it really is how you feel in the relationship. And I think it it takes you being quiet and in that time when you're lying in bed before you go to sleep, how do you feel? And when you're 
when something really exciting happens to you in your life, how do you feel about telling your, your significant other? Are you excited to tell your significant other or are you nervous about telling like, you know, like, how do you feel about that? And when something bad happens, how do you feel about like approaching your significant other? I think all of that, if there's any kind of, um, um, like resistance, I think that's where you question it. And that's how you know if it's a, a good relationship or not. And I think communication is, is the, is the sister to that, that you need to have good communication because you can get in your head too. You can be thinking something and you can manifest this whole story in your head that may not be true. And that's what you and I did in the very beginning of this relationship, because I, like I had a lot of issues that I was bringing, going back to the, the question from Instagram, I brought a lot of quote unquote baggage from our personal relationship. It wasn't even like bringing baggage in from other people's relationships and like saying, you know, what if this happens? It was, this had happened before and this is how I felt before. Mm -hmm. And so it was really, you made it so easy to be able to just talk about it. And you can actually see it in my eyes when I would be going into one of those like thoughtful moments and you would question it or make me bring it out. And I thought that I had to push through it, that you don't talk about it. Like, don't bring this in because you just want everything to be good. But you were of the thought that, no, you know what? Say it. And so then we can like clear it up and then we can, you know, move forward and grow from it. So communication, I think, is huge in it and how we feel. It is. That <laughs> makes me very happy. I like to hear that. That's a positive story about a successful relationship. Look how successful we are. <laughs> the trick is just stay away from each other for five months. <laughs> we are successful people. And our relationship combined with the two most successful people in the world creates the most successful relationship in the history of humanity. And I cannot <laughs> believe that we've been able to pull this off. I'm so grateful. Thank you for this award. We want to thank the public. We couldn't have done it without you. No, think about it. Oh, my God. You cracked me you know, up. Challenging your partner, pushing buttons, taking chances, taking risks, getting uncomfortable, but also being patient. See, everything is a contradiction because you can do one thing one moment. You can push hard and push, and then you can pull back and just kind of sit there and wallow in it for a while another time. So there's no direct answers. And if you're listening to the show looking for direct answers, then you're a fool because we already told you. We're just a couple of regular people trying to make it through this life. And one day we won't be here to tell you how we really feel about things. But for now, we are and that's why we do this first day pod every Tuesday for you. And as you know, in the closing thought here, do you think that people really listen to others for advice when about relationships or that do they just want to like get their own opinions out? Cause I get the feeling that sometimes people just want to vent. And if they ask you, Hey, hey, what do you think of this? I'm having a problem with my boyfriend. You know, he's always picking his nose when he's driving, and it drives me nuts. <laughs> I can't stand it anymore. It's disgusting. 
Do they really want your feedback? Or are they just trying to vent? I often don't really know for sure. And another question is, does it even matter? Is it just nice to have the outlet? Because, you know, here on the show, we're trying to think a little bit more about relationships because we're in one and we have our own struggles. And we try to talk about that in the show, honestly. Hopefully we're doing that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we know there's a lot of other relationships out there, especially with COVID going on. I've heard divorce rates are going up. I, I just hear that. I don't have any hard evidence to verify that, but I've heard stories because more familiarity has bred contempt, apparently. And the more time you spend with someone for some relationships, it started to expose cracks in the foundation, if you will. There you go. Mm-hmm. So in in the spirit of that, we're trying to look more... We always have our themes and we talk about a theme each week, but we're also going to look at it more going forward in the lens of relationships because we believe that we could provide Mm -hmm. feedback for those who don't even want to hear what we have to say. They just want to vent. So if you just want to vent about your, even a mundane thing, like, uh, you know, my girlfriend is the dirtiest bathroom ever and she never cleans her bathroom and I can't stand it. If you just want to vent that out and you're not really looking for feedback, then go ahead and do it. Write us on the show, firstdaypod.protonmail.com, firstdaypod on Instagram or Twitter. You can DM us. We'd love to We'd love to just be your outlet for release and frustration. And if you actually do care about getting feedback, we'd be happy to give that to you too, with the caveat mm-hmm. of us just being a couple of regular Joes and Janes. Mm-hmm. I just want to add one quick thing to that. Yeah. When, you, when you were talking about that, I think, I don't think that people look just to vent. Like they might, that a lot of people probably do. You're probably right. But I think people, when they reach out that way, they're looking for validation in their thoughts. Because I think that if we say something that validates the way that they think, then they're going to take that as good advice. If we take something that doesn't validate it, they're going to be like, well, that doesn't really like fit my situation because I think ultimately, and I think this could be in every, I'm thinking back to all of our episodes and I think this is the truth behind all of it. We know what we need at a fundamental base, quiet moment. We know what we need individually. I don't know what you need. I don't know what anybody needs. Ultimately, I know what I need, and it's a matter of getting calm and clear and quiet to find that out and not filling our days with all this other stuff. So when it comes to success, I think we can look at society's definition and try to achieve all this stuff. But at the end of the day, we know what we need to be successful, and we know how we define it. And when it comes to a relationship, I think it's the same thing. I think we know if we're in a good relationship or not. And I think we know what we need in that relationship. I don't think that um, I don't think that anything else matters. I think we just need to learn to trust ourselves. I think that's the answer to all of this stuff because then we'll get out of that kind of hamster wheel in our head of should I do this or shouldn't I do that? No, you know what the answer is. But it's really easy to tell other people what the answer is. And it's so hard to tell ourselves and listen to that quiet voice. So that's just my two cents. I don't know. Quiet voice. Listen to me, <laughs> quiet voice. Mm-hmm. Truly. Listen to me, Leanne. <laughs> Mike is the best boyfriend you've ever had. 
never met I agree. Her boyfriend ever. Oh god. The quiet voice is genius. <laughs> You're right. We should definitely listen to the quiet voice much more often. Yes. Yeah, we know. Anyway. Well, well, thank you, Leanne. That was a beautiful comment. That'll wrap up our show for Tuesday, August 4th, 2020. This one's in the can, as they say. We're going to edit it and then spit it out. But since you're listening to this right now, that's already happened. And this <laughs> yeah. is old. What you're hearing right now is very old. Weird. Wow. <laughs> Even though it's happening right now in real time for us. Fascinating. This time is crazy. What an mm -hmm. interesting concept. Uh, don't forget this first day pod at protonmail.com. First day pod at protonmail.com. First day pod. Instagram. First day pod. Twitter. DM us. Hit us up. Please hit us on the hip. Hit me on the hip. What? Okay. Yeah. Remember that? You used to have your wear your phone on those little clips. Oh, and then it brother. would hit you on the hip. Or ah. a beeper. It was a beeper too. Beepers were on belts and stuff and on the hips. So wow. You're old. Well, so are you. <laughs> You're older than me. <laughs> Twelve days? Yeah. Okay, yeah, fine. Doesn't matter. So what? I'll take it. <laughs> that means I'm always gonna be wiser. Okay. Uh, what? <laughs> thanks, guys. This so thanks for listening time. to the pod. Uh, we enjoy it. We would love to hear about your situations. Seriously, you know, we're down with this relationship tip. Send us in your questions and comments. We'll keep it private as, as much as you would like. So just tell us, hey, don't say my name, but you can read this question on the air. You can talk about my situation on the air. We're happy mm -hmm. to do it. We want to help. We have our own problems. We'll continue to talk about our own struggles. In fact, we didn't really do that as much today. We were kind of more cheery, but I'm happy to tell you, you know, some things are tough. And, mm -hmm. you know, the way this situation has been with the dividing of our relationship by mm -hmm. a simple imaginary border, that's been very painful. And there's been mm -hmm. many rough nights and we've had conversations and tears have flowed and mm -hmm. there's been sad faces. So it's not easy. And, mm -hmm. you know, we do generally get along quite well, though. There's really not like we don't have fights and I know mm -hmm. that sounds crazy, but we don't. But then again, we don't live with each other. So that's a whole nother thing. It is. And but we also have uh, we have a lot of communication. That's I think that's that's part of it. That's a big part of it. Yeah. No, no, I, I agree completely. Mm -hmm. But we do not live together. And that is, you know, th there's a lot of uh, relationships that are struggling because they're just spending too much time together right now because they can't socialize with other people. So there is something to that. Mm -hmm want to acknowledge that but mm -hmm. i do think we're on solid ground you and i and i'm excited i'm excited mm -hmm. that maybe one day we'll see each other again yeah and if you guys are listening to this and you hear us say something um stupid or, <laughs> which is probably a lot of the time but if you hear us say something and you're questioning what we meant by it or you know you said something and then mike said this and but then you guys didn't really like discuss it whatever call us out on something if it's not clear to you we're yeah. totally okay with that too you know so absolutely um, yeah anyway this has been fantastic thank you guys so much Okay, that's, that's it, it for us. First day pod, protonmail.com. First day pod, we're out of here. It's Tuesday, August 4th. This show is in the book. So long, everybody. Bye.